short episode, go. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And today, we are witness to the changing of the guard. It's it's a fun episode, but like nothing happens in it. It is inconsequential. Also, there there's some debate here at the Stasis Pod over whether it is actually a fun episode or whether it's just stupid. Yes. Which is funny, because usually I'm the first person to declare something to be stupid rather than fun. I hate fun, but... <laughs> there's a hand-powered mechanical submarine. How can you not love that? I'm on the fun side here as well, but I uh. certainly acknowledge that it is also stupid. Yeah. It but, is both. In, it is clearly but in, both. But in other news, since our last episode, I put new batteries in my G2 Megatron. Oh, he's louder. <laughs> oh, man, anyway. I've got to dig up my uh, G2 Optimus Prime so they can converse. <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. Megatron attack. Which, which, as a brief aside, uh, when, when G2 was new, I got the star scream and he had the little sound box and my father, who had paid just enough attention to Transformers to know about this sort of thing, asked if star screams just said obnoxious things when you pressed his button. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he makes obnoxiously long jet taking off effects. Yes. That sound effect takes like five minutes. It's, Ooh. it's kind of bad. It's not great. I do love that salmon pinky has on him, though. Yeah, that, that part's nice. Anyway, we open this episode much as the last episode opened, with Rhinox trying to fix various things that are going wrong with this ancient-ass security system. They seem to have and added new doors to the basically blast basically doors. Yes. And so it does not work. And Predacons are just blowing holes in the uh, place all the time. So As they do. Yes. So it is time for Plan B, and that Plan B is Sentinel. Yes. I uh, remember Sentinel from the first season. We, yeah. We came up in the second season. Well, yeah. I mean, it was always there, but they didn't really right. mention it. It was sort of no. taken for granted. It was just doing its job so they had no need to mention it. And of course, they have to go to Plan B because Plan A was a... Busted motivator in the hyperdrive that Rhinox is fiddling with. Yes. And plan B is, since, you know, the Sentinel was in the Axelon, which uh, did its Titanic impression a couple episodes ago, <laughs> uh, plan B is to get the one guy with an aquatic beast mode to go get it for him. Except he's a big jerk. Yes. That plan what? B fails because Death Charge is a dick. <laughs> plan B is to get Silverbolt to go look for Death Charge. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he can't find him. Yeah. So plan C is his function is tracker. <laughs> well, huh? I mean, he can only do so much, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's maybe it's like most stuff that's underwater. Yeah. yeah. And maybe manta rays don't have a distinct smell. And so then we have to go with plan C, which is apparently Blackrachnia built a hand-powered submarine. Yes. Just for funsies. She got what? bored. I mean, what? what would you do when you were bored? 
I don't know. Build well, a tank? Why? Why a submarine? Well, she's. I don't know. She was. She was bored. Yes. As Silverbolt I mean, will say later. <laughs> exactly. Yes, my beloved has many skills. Yes, indeed. Yes, and apparently- she was bored, and she was aware that mainframe managed to get water effects working for this season. Yeah, she went outside and she looked out, and she noticed that the water looked really nice all of a sudden, and she realized that mainframe had improved their water effects. And and she also noticed that uh, you know uh, the the uh, syndication sensor was uh, was back, and they had a new guy. So they couldn't get away with as much innuendo as uh, they did back in the agenda. So she had to rely on just making stuff instead of, uh, I suppose, her other hobby. <laughs> so so she's yes. been upgraded to her new job as being their Q. I mean, that's yeah. still Rhinox. She's like the under Q. Well, I feel she's like our... Rhinox is just so busy trying to figure out how to deal with the, the axle, you know, the... the busted Axelon stuff, trying to get the Axelon bridge to communicate with the ARCs systems and all that. So, Black Rachnia figured she had to be the engineer now. The mad engineer. Yes. She's the uh, John Cleese to Rhinox's Desmond Loyal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's bad. <laughs> and, uh, her, of course, her intention is that she's going to drive this thing. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, and I mean... This she- is just, no, no. It, it's yeah. built on her scale. Yes, and he says it's because Rattrap knows his way around the base, but I think it's also we don't trust you. Yeah, we can't trust you on your own yet. Yeah. Which prompts uh, Rattrap to somehow make a chicken noise. <laughs> at being accused, you have to go under the water. It's like, and there's a yeah. chicken squawk. and Oh. Uh... So he, he also get not... Cheetor mocking him with like a word balloon popping up with his old beast boat in it. Oh, he has a daydream. Playing with this submarine like a cat toy. Yeah. Yes, and it's like the clouds are just like actual clouds. His thought bubble it's clouds. It's kind of great. And it's his first season beast mode. Yeah. His pre-transmetal yes. beast mode batting <laughs> ball around. And I love that Rhinox laughs at this. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, Rattrap does eventually agree to do this. And so Silverbolt takes this thing, drops it in the water. Rattrap is initially not pleased. And then he realizes that, oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, being stuffed and in it's a little so awesome. It's so awesome, he generates a jaunty nautical tune. <laughs> yes! <It's, laughs> that is amazing. The best thing is that it seems like it's supposed to just be, like, music, but then after a little bit of him going about with this great little jaunty nautical music, it cuts to Silverbolt looking at the calm, and there's that music is coming through the calm. It's slightly <laughs> muted coming out of there, so it's actual diegetic music. Yes, yeah, it's actual build a music CD player that on that thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently their no-energy-signature thing has a CD player, among other things that are going to be entirely confusing as to why this thing has no energy-signature. Yeah, considering it has lights, but but its motion is pedal-powered. It's like this little baby submarine. And it has, like, a, a heads-up display? Yeah. And robot arms! And robot yeah. arms. Well, the robot arms, that's like gears and cranks, maybe, but the, the lights, that's got to be some power, although I guess it's not 
energy, enough energy power. It's just a light. It's not a lot of energy out, so the Predacons wouldn't find it, but that doesn't really come up anyway. Also, Amusingly, it also kind of looks like the uh, the Turtle, which was the first uh, functional combat submarine from the Revolutionary War. Oh, yeah, just with more glass. Also, yes. this submarine was so clearly built for Black Arachnia that they had to shrink Rattrap's shoulder pads for him to fit in it. Yep. <laughs> leave him at home, Rattrap. Can't bring your shoulder pads. Nope. Got to bring your little ones. <laughs> There's a great bit where Rattrap is just ranting about how he's going to shove his blasters so far up his, and then Silverbolt with, interrupts with, target dead ahead and drops him. <laughs> yeah, Silverbolt keeps cutting off the dirty jokes. Yeah, he, so he finally finds the Axelon, and things get a little somber, because, you know, this is where we used to live. Yeah. Yeah. And it's now, and the water affects the way there are all the little bubbles and little, like, floating particles in the water. It's really nice. Oh, this yeah. is gorgeous. It Do, doesn't quite have the underwater ripple effect you would see, but it, the bubbles are really nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. the splashdown effect that they show from uh, underwater when the submarine actually impacts <clears throat> into the water looks really nice too. Oh yeah. Yes. So so Rattrap is pedaling his little miniature submarine through all of our old favorite sets on the Axelon, like Aww. past where the Sentinel's room is, past Pterosaur's little toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they do reuse the uh, the the Sentinel chamber from uh, Better Mousetrap. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice little bit of continuity there. Yeah. And this episode take pl- was aired exactly one year after Titanic. Oh. Well, I mean, it is kind of like that first part of Titanic, except, you know, there's no old lady to throw Sentinel back into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we get Inferno taking it back to the Predacon base. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll get there, but yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, and, and there's a shot where there's a Predacon drone camera staring at Silverbolt. Who's drone camera? It- it's not, it kind of yeah. looks like Armada Laserbeak. I guess yeah, it's, it's, it's not one of the old uh, Scorponok bugs or anything. No. I mean, yeah, it, it's it not may a be that that's, that's where they got the idea from. They were like, well, Scorponok's dead, but we need some cyber bees. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is kind of weird that they don't just have, like, Waspinator watching him or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be a little too big and noisy. But then it... It'd be an excuse to shoot down Waspinator, although I guess he does come back later in the episode, so you kind of need him in one piece for a while. Yes. For a few minutes. And, and at some point during this episode, when Rattrap was pedaling around underwater, my cat started staring at my stereo speakers for my DVD player. <laughs> as if she could hear the mouse. Aww. <laughs> confused. Kitty. It's around this time in the episode that I realized... Rattrap doesn't have a steering mechanism for the submarine. He just has, like, a hand crank to make it go forward. Well, unless he's got pedals on his feet somewhere, but but the hand crank is his hands, so... I mean, maybe he's... Maybe it's, uh... Maybe he, he leans. But, yeah, maybe he's got foot pedals or something. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. Could be. Maybe uh, not oh, quite enough Only his knows for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so you find Sentinel... Starts to take it out, is frightened by an eel, which, again, made me wish that we were getting a, an eel transformer. Yeah, but that's <laughs> kind of hard. It's, it's one single tube that, that's difficult. Yeah, the, the, the previous snakes. attempts at snakes have been dubious. Yeah. <laughs> You're basically making an entire guy out of a cobra hood and then giving him a, a long tail. 
Yeah. Well, there was yeah. there was that Beast Machines guy. I mean, uh, Night Viper, who was yeah. a cobra despite being called Night Viper. <laughs> he, he, was, he was awesome. I liked his toy. Never found him. I liked it doing yoga poses because he had lots of joints. Yes. Because he was a snake. So Rat Trap is is manages to make it out past the eel, and and then suddenly he's attacked by jaws or claws. Yes. Just when oh, you no, thought it was safe to go back in the axolon. It's Rampage. And it's he's just got his claw just in one claw. He can hold the entire thing. Yeah, he's, How he's droll. Rat in a can. <laughs> yep. Look, he wasn't locked up for witty remarks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's not even a thing, Rampage. Rat in a can. <laughs> well, actually, and then after um, the tension of a commercial break... Rat Trap is rescued by Captain Minnow. Yes. Yes, he calls him Captain Minnow. <laughs> Actually, going back to your rat in a can statement, that kind of does happen in, well, where I live, the middle of nowhere. On, on the side of the road, people throw out their cans. Sometimes a little mouse will crawl in the can and then get stuck oh, okay. because they close the, the, fla- the flap on the tin can and then they can't get back out and they die. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about the... Uh, I don't know, some sort of uh, canned goods you have there. No, no, just <laughs> beer cans on the side of the road with dead mice in them. <laughs> it's a weird thing, but it almost kind of works, kind of. If you're in the middle of nowhere and there are drunks who throw out their beer cans while driving on the road, uh, uh neighbors. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he, Death Charge shows up because Rampage is there and he fights Rampage. And he agrees with Rat Trap that, uh, you know, he'll keep him busy while Rat Trap skedaddles. And so he gets out of the Axelon just as that battle uh, ends up knocking the Axelon off a ledge and it falls onto uh, Rampage and Death Church. Oh, yeah, that, that's a nice punched by the ship. Oh, but yes. there's, there's a shot. It's either before or after that cutting back to the Predacons. Yes. Oh, yeah, the hexagonal playing cards. <laughs> yes. Yes. Megatron calls all his goons, and all his goons, except for Rampage, are all playing poker. Yes. It's adorable. <laughs> Especially because, like, um, Waspinator and Quickstrike try to hide the cards like they weren't playing it, but Rampage salutes, and he's still holding the cards to his head in his hand. Yes. <laughs> and while he's saluting, he drops one. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's perfect comedic timing. <laughs> yes. Also, back during the fight, Rampage uses butt missiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's where they come out. This whole episode is is largely just uh, just slapstick fighting. Yeah. yeah well, I think the animation team needed to have just a silly, yeah. silly episode. There's some regular fighting, but the slapstick seems to take over, especially when... A depth Charge and Rampage come up to the... Or, well, they knock Rat Trap up to the surface and he pinballs around between rocks and it's just... Yeah, and then uh, from this point on, the next, like, ten minutes of the episode is just a big keep-away scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If the last episode was The Dark Knight, this episode is Batman 66 with Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just can't get rid of a sentinel. <laughs> Rat traps run around, keeps running into oopa bands, groups of nuns. <laughs> uh, Quick strike uh, ends up getting rampage dropped on him. 
underwater oh, yeah. depth charge does Antonio Cesaro's giant swing to Rampage and throws him out of the water. Oh, that's what yes. it's called. I thought it was an airplane spin. I guess I was remembering wrong. Yeah, he just kind of, spins around and chucks him. Um, yes, so anyway, Brad Trap uh, pull, or gets pulled out of the water by Silverbolt, but then Waspinger shoots him. So Silverbolt crashes, and the submarine literally pinballs uh, between a bunch of rocks, uh. at which point... And once it stops, Rattrap's eyes are literally flashing tilt. Yeah, well, wait, <laughs> is, it, is it tilt in English or is it tilt in the maximal letters? Because I, no, I tried I, to pause it and look, but he was upside down and it was a little blurry. It was apparently just tilt in English. Okay. Also, Waspinator comments upon this happening. Waspinator 1, Doggybot Zippo, which, I mean, congratulations on the ambition, but I think you haven't been keeping track, Waspinator. Yeah, yeah, he has a short memory, you know, he gets beat up so much. Well, as he notes later in the episode, Waspinator having good day, not get shot once. <laughs> and yeah. then he gets shot. Promptly gets shot. It's Poor a- guy. He gets shot the second he finishes screaming. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Poor Waspy. And I, uh, at some point in here, Silverbolt has one of those weird Energon knives. Depth Charge has one. Depth Charge has it. Yes. Yeah. He he's yeah, equipped. He knows. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's exactly the same model as Megatron used. It is almost certainly the same model. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, just kind of the same the, uh, the same cutlery store. The blade's the same model. I'm not sure the handle is the same. Uh, mm. maybe not. Anyway, it, at some point, Depth Charge says, "Coming at you, X." So X coming at that's yeah. I, and I X think what's going to happen here it. is that uh, yeah, X is going to give it to you, at Depth Charge. Yeah. <laughs> As tends to happen, he may even deliver to you. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a gorgeous shot, which part of it's actually in the opening where Depth Charge is walking up out of the water. Oh, that looks great from the surface of the water and the refraction of you see him under the water before he comes up because the refraction of air and water are different and oh, it's just such a nice effect. Except for the fact that when he actually gets out of the water, the water just kind of disappears off him. It doesn't like run down. Because I guess they couldn't do that at the time. Yeah, that's he's that's computationally expensive now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, amusingly, uh, not only do we have somebody endangered by a uh, a bridge being destroyed, we have somebody endangered by a bridge being created. <laughs> oh, Rock Bridge, my old friend, I've missed you. And also a uh, brief appearance by his cousin Tree Bridge. Oh, Tree Bridge. <laughs> yep. Where have you been? This has been nothing but... There's actual clown music in this episode at one point. Well, there, uh, Rat Trap and Silverbolt engage in some uh, impressive aerial acrobatics. Oh, oh yeah. That's literal acrobatics. Rat Trap plans to dive after the Sentinel that Waspinator has, so he has to shoot Waspinator first. And then he does an Olympic dive off of Silverbolt's nose in midair... Does a backflip yeah. and and then there's clown music and uh and also his tail becomes a fishing rod. Yep, that part there, I can deal with. That's okay. Yep. And also Inferno threatens to burn people, which is always nice. Burn. Yes. Yeah. And then eventually, Rat Trap and uh, Silverbolt just slam into Death Charge, and Death Inferno Charge makes up. Ruined everything. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Yeah. After we get to return a Rat Trap's cheese gauge. Yes. Cheese yes. <laughs> vision. Dangerously cheap. Yep. And also, in a scene here, we get, uh, like, Doom Vision from Death Charge, where we're just watching yeah. him in first person with his shark gun. Yeah, for a couple of seconds. Yes. I wish that lasted longer. Yeah. 
<laughs> I also get Rat Trap telling Inferno to shrivel up and die, which I'm amazed got past the censor. <laughs> shrivel up and be destroyed. Yeah. You can't kill, you can destroy. Shrivel up and go to the next dimension. <laughs> <laughs> the home for <laughs> infinite losers. For infinite losers. Yay! You actually will see Ter- Terrasaur there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think, geez, what's the other The other guy might have been uh, Don Brown, a uh, Scorponok's voice actor. How appropriate. Yeah, yeah I'd have to look that up. But They yeah. didn't. I, and the one guy is 100% Pterosaur. I can't remember the other guy. <laughs> also, in this episode, apparently, we learned that Inferno is way, way stronger than Waspinator. Yes, well, <laughs> yeah. that I can believe. Yeah. And Waspinator uh, can barely carry Sentinel, and Inferno just picks it up like it's not a, yep. it's not a thing. Physical limitations mean nothing to Inferno. I mean, he, he's also picking it up with, like, in robot mode, whereas Waspinator's trying to carry it with his spindly little bug legs. Yeah. Aw, yeah, true. Aww. Although and I think Inferno th- just probably goes to the gym so he can feel the burn! Oh, very nice. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's also why he's uh, voting for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yes. And one last observation about this lengthy keep-away fight. Uh... They, they, we get a big wild take gasp before the Maximals slam into each other, and Death Charge's beast mode mouth looks really weird. Yeah, it's, it's this flappy, oh, yeah. shiny Muppet thing that, that it's not, has no mouth interior, it's really shallow. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't act, it's not like an actual mouth, it's just like a mouth shaped divot. Yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah. he's a sock puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. On, on the scale of weird transmetal mouths, it's right up there with uh, Tarantulus's weird uh, crow T robot beak. Oh, nothing is that yeah. creepy. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> so yeah, back at the Maximal base, Primal is chewing everybody out for totally screwing this up. He's very upset with Death Charge, but once Rat Trap admits that Death Charge kind of saved his life, Primal does offer Death Charge a place in the Maximals, and Death Charge kind of agrees. Instead of sleeping outside in the ocean all the time, I guess. I mean, he's still a dick about it. Yeah. Yeah, But he does get a big high five. No, it's a low five. Yeah, yeah, low five. He winks. He he gives a wink. It is the biggest five because it is from the boss monkey, and his hands are the size of Rat Trap. That's (laughs) true. Now, I, I did forget to mention in the last episode how Death Charge notes how friggin' weird Optimus Primal looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. weren't you a regular-sized guy the last time we met, and also not orange? Yeah, you were shorter yeah. than me, and now you're taller than me, and I'm huge. <laughs> I'm bigger than Rhinox. And our final scene, Megatron, who we have not seen enough of the past two episodes. No. Although, it is nice that he gets a win in this episode. Yeah, but a win by yeah. not actually doing anything himself. No. and uh, It's also know. a totally inconsequential win. Yes, Wait, he installs actually, Sentinel and uh, push the button, Frank. Is this the first time he's actually had a win when he hasn't, like, personally done anything? Um, really something that's stuck, although getting Sentinel really... They never use Sentinel, do they? <laughs> No, I guess he did personally blow up uh, the scan, the 
signal tower in the probe, and he also wrecked the Axelon in yeah. uh, Victory. And destroyed the time stream. It's... He destroyed the time stream himself. He blew up Optimus Primal himself. This is the first yes. time his incompetent insects have done something right. Yes, it took uh, <laughs> the jackassery of Death Charge for this to come to pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks a lot, Batmanta. <laughs> and yeah, overall, this um, this episode is not that consequential. No, because yeah. they don't really see Sentinel again. No. They just have the a force field, but yep. it doesn't matter to anything. Spoilers. The only future appearance of Sentinel is Sentinel failing to stop anything from happening to the Predacon base. <laughs> Good job. Yes. Good job. And Death Charge never really becomes a team player. No. And kind of remains a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's not... There's a couple of okay gags, and there's a couple of horrible gags in this episode. The water effects are nice, but... Water effects continue to be nice. Yes. The submarine's yeah. really cool. I want to take a ride in that submarine. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Presuming that there, there is actually a way to steer it. Yeah, a way to steer yeah. it, like, more safety than it seems to have. It, it's just half Maybe a way to breathe. half glass. Yeah, I guess, oh yeah, I guess it wouldn't, you wouldn't need a way to breathe, because Rantrap yeah. is a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Although, in, back in... Dark Voyage, we did see Cheetor like coughing and gasping when he was in the water. Yeah, this, there there are a lot of questions raised there. And I mean, often we do see like Transformers fighting, like choking each other, like in uh, Transformers the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anatomy is confusing. It's one of those things, like, don't think about it too hard. Why do they have noses? Nobody knows. <laughs> because. I mean, some of them don't have noses, like. Yeah. Death Charge barely has a face. Rat Trap doesn't really have a nose anymore. He has like little nose holes. I thought he, I thought they stranger. were gone. I thought they were only on the first model. I guess they yeah, so geez, now he doesn't have a nose. Mm. How does he smell? Terrible. Okay. <laughs> 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 I laughed too much at that. <laughs> yeah. So this is a skippable episode, which Possibly the most skippable episode. But it's really cute. It's, yes. there's, some more, there's more skippable episodes in season one, I would say. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah this, is, this looks a lot nicer. season one, it's very good for a skippable episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it looks great. There's some okay gags. It's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. But, but, but don't worry. I promise the next episode will be less goofy. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm checking it now. It's, I think it's actually more goofy. What's Which next? one is it? Cutting uh, Edge. Cutting Edge. Oh. <laughs> and so we will. And so next week we will. We will be presented with my little guy. Isn't oh. He cute? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Again, we get some few good lines, but maybe not such a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter at, at @stasispod. We're on Facebook at facebook.com/stasispod, and we're on Tumblr at stasispod.tumblr.com. And you can find our RSS feed for Stasis Pod as well as our new news podcast, uh, Icon Underground Radio, at iaconunderground.net. And if you prefer, you can find both of those podcasts uh, on iTunes as well. Yes. And, uh, as well, what did you think of this episode? We're, uh, we're a little divided here. Some of us think, uh, it's 
stupid but fun. Others think it's fun but stupid. <laughs> Send your opinion into the Maxim mailbag. Speaking of which, do we have anything in the Maxim mailbag? Uh, no, no, there's, no. there's nothing in there. Alas. Just a bunch of a bunch of spiders and dust. <laughs> oh, such spiders. Oh no, tarantulas and black arachnia get them apart from each other. <laughs> Before they kill each other. Okay, if Black Arachne has the upper hand, leave him there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So to avoid more uh, rambling about how we don't get mail, write into us at stasispodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, when we, uh, when we cut into Cutting Edge, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Okay. Quiet episode. Pizzas is uh, is um, and his shark gun fires missiles. Yeah, and also he has a shark gun. Now I want to see if I can find him. Pizza any size takes out predacons just like flies. Oh yeah, check out the death judge man. <laughs> see, I've, I found Laser Prime's trailer where he's setting a, a forest on fire. Hey, that also shoots pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so anyway, I'm, we open... I'm reminded of something I was doing on Friday. We were throwing out a bunch of stuff at work, mm-hmm. and a uh, lights and sounds unit got caught at the bottom of the pile, so the dumpster was just on loop playing a clip of a TIE fighter flyby forever. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's pretty great. Just think that's what those uh, those pilots are hearing all the time. Yeah. That's why they wear those helmets. Well, presumably not with the Doppler effect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those helmets have built-in beats by Dre. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose the, the new ones would probably have some dubstep or something. <laughs> Whereas in the, in the original series, they would have had, like, a disco beat. Yes. Uh, much like that one that they set the Star Wars theme to uh, by, was it Miko? Yeah. Yeah. Miko, I have that CD that has, like, a bunch of different disco stuff. I have the best of Miko. Ah, but but do you also have Christmas in the Stars, the Star Wars Christmas album? I have it, two copies of it, on vinyl. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> because as they have come up before, I used to work at a used bookstore, so I got great pickings of a lot of stuff. I actually have two copies because the first one, we, we got a second one in that was in better condition than my first one. Now that features the first ever recorded work of uh, a young John Bon Jovi. Really? Yes, he's uh, he's the lead vocal on R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Uh, like his cousin owned the studio they were recording it in and he was sweeping the floors. 
<laughs> and so they put him in. Okay, so so welcome back to Stasis Pod, the Star Wars and Bon Jovi <laughs> podcast. <laughs> 